Hi everyone and welcome to our next ANZ podcast for business owners across Australia. The aim of this podcast series is to support business owners in what is a challenging and unusual time. And I've been chatting to business leaders from uh, across the country and across different industries to get some advice on how you can not only survive in the current environment, but thrive and come out stronger than you were before. Today, I'm pleased to be speaking with Linwood Connick. Linwin is the Global Chief Information Security Officer here at ANZ. Her role at ANZ encompasses cyber security, risk management, security advisory and educational services. And Linwin and her team played a very important role in helping to keep our customers' data and information safe. Linwin joined ANZ in March 2017 and prior to joining us, Linwin worked at the Federal Department of the Prime Minister and Cabinet and also for the Department of Defence. Welcome, Linwin. Thank you, Matt. So, Linwin, cyber security is pretty topical at the moment. We saw some comments by the government um, recently about a state-based attack um, on our country from various departments of the government and others. Um, was that was that sort of thing news to you? Um, did it raise alarm bells? And did we have to do anything as an organisation about that? It's certainly a very timely announcement and we we work very closely with other organisations and in particular government organisations and so it's not a surprise to us that Australian companies and government departments are under attack. We certainly have seen, you know, there's lots of media reporting at the moment about other organisations that have been attacked and we know that we can't relax uh, in this space. It's certainly a real threat. One of the things we've Prime Minister said in his announcements of these attacks is that this is a responsibility that all organisations have to take seriously. And it's really important that people in organisations understand their role in keeping their organisations secure. But there's also a number of things that we can do as an organisation to protect ourselves. And he mentioned the importance of things like keeping our systems up to date, packing them so that we're not vulnerable to new security threats and making sure we have levels of uh, identification so that we have what we call two-factor identification when we're logging into systems. And they're things that we talk about all the time when we're talking to people about improving their cyber security. So that's not new for us, uh, but it's certainly something we all have to be very aware of and very vigilant about. The um, the other thing I guess changed a lot recently is the fact with COVID-19 there are so many people that are suddenly working from home now, we ourselves have around 95% of our staff working at home. So what's what's different? We're, we're not in a work environment. Um, we're not using, I guess, industrial strength technology that's based in a lot of the offices and buildings that we're in. What are, what are some of the challenges that um, make this different when you've got so many people working from home? And is that easier or harder? There's actually two parts to why now security is really important. The first part is, it's really sad that cyber criminals take advantage of people and organisations when they're more vulnerable, when we've got a crisis. And, and we saw this, you know, before this COVID-19 situation, we saw it with the bushfires in Australia, with criminals targeting people who are vulnerable uh, when they might not be thinking correctly. And that's happened again during COVID-19. And it's really sad to see how many phishing emails, emails that are targeting people who might be feeling vulnerable to click on a link that has malicious software in it. 
then we've had so many of those, hundreds of thousands of emails crafted to exploit people who might not be thinking properly or anxious, and they'll often click on a link without scrutinising it enough to understand that it's not from someone who's legitimate. And so that can cause a lot of issues in this current environment, as well as the fact that we're all working differently and in a different way and there's extra protections that we need to put in place. And so it's even more important because we've got more people trying to do the wrong thing, but also when we're doing things differently, we actually have to sit back and think about what's the best way to protect ourselves in this environment when we're working from home. Is there anything that we have to do differently? And it's different for each organisation, depending on how they've set themselves up before, but it's something that every organisation needs to do because the threat is real. Um, and we've seen some statistics from organisations overseas and in Australia, the number of incidents is up security incidents is up by at least 50%. I think FBI reported recently that we're seeing three to four times more security incidents reported or internet security incidents reported than they have in the past. Not all related to COVID-19, but the threat's certainly increasing. So, you know, all of the statistics show that there's just so much more activity happening with people trying to exploit all of us while we're going through a crisis like this. So it is really important to get it right. Yeah, it's a staggering increase in uh, the activity. And as you say, you know, we see whenever there seems to be some form of crisis, whether it be bushfires or drought, even COVID, um, you know, people have been taken advantage of and uh, you've got to be alert to, to scams. But also um, I think this is probably an area where our customers are probably less aware of the steps that they can take. So is this, to you, a big business issue or does... The, the risk of cyber attack, is it, is it a critical issue for smaller businesses as well? Absolutely a critical issue for small businesses and even people, you know, individuals in their own home. And one of the reasons is that large companies, large organisations, have the resources and put in place very good cyber security. And the criminals know that and they're often quite lazy. And so they will go after organisations that they think might not be as secure. And that's why we see so many small businesses targeted with things like ransomware. So ransomware is malicious software that will lock up a small businesses' computers. And because often small businesses don't have the security resources in place, they feel vulnerable to those sorts of attacks. Criminals know that and will target them. And the way it works in cyberspace is you can target hundreds of thousands of organisations at the same time until you find one that is vulnerable and go after that organisation. And it's really important that small businesses as well as large businesses put in place measures to make sure that they're not as vulnerable to those sorts of attacks. And there's a range of things we can talk about that they can do to, to make sure that they're safe online because it's often not as hard as people think. So what are some of the things businesses can put in place to, to help protect themselves and their business? It's not as hard as many people think to take security measures that will protect them from many of the threats that we see impacting small and large businesses across the country and across the world. I often like to start by explaining this in a more personal way and how cyber security works in the home because those same basic principles roll up into what you do in an organisation, small and large. So I can start with what I do when I buy a laptop for my kids. Uh, the first thing we do when we get the laptop home is set up an administrative account and we don't give the kids a password for that administrative account. 
because you don't want to be browsing the internet when you're an administrator mode. It's really important to make sure that you separate administrative activities with what you do more generally when you're accessing the internet. The second thing we do is talk to our children about making sure that they don't share sensitive information with people online, particularly when they don't know who those people are. The third thing we do is ask them if they see anything suspicious to let us know. You know, to tell us as soon as anything looks unusual or doesn't look quite right, you really need to call it out. And then we also make sure that we've got automatic updates turned on so they get the latest versions of the software, including those what we call security patches, to make sure that they're protected from any current threats. We set up a good backup capability because we wouldn't want anyone to lose the homework that they've been working on for a while, their assignments, there's precious photographs. It's really good to have your information backed up when you're working uh, online. And it's a really important way of protecting yourself from a security threat as well. If anything ever goes wrong, you can recover from a, a backup. And we ensure that we've got really good passwords that are not shared with anyone else uh, and that can protect us if anything does go astray. Both sorts of principles apply in the workplace. So apply in small businesses. And we actually implement those in large businesses as well. They're really important things that we need to do to make sure that we stay online. And they're not as hard as most people think. So what we've done to make it a little bit easier for people to remember these steps that are really important is we've set a lot of acronyms. We ask people to make a pact to improve their cyber security, P-A-C-T, and those letters help us remember the things that are really important. And the first one is to pause before sharing anything sensitive online, any personal details, uh, particularly, you know, don't share passwords. No company will ever ask you, bring you up and ask you to share the password with them. It's really important that we don't give away other personal identifying information that might be used against us. The second measure in that acronym is A, and that's for activating two-factor authentication. And for many of the systems we log into, there's the opportunity to have a second factor that authenticates us when we're logging on or making a transaction, whether that be an SMS code, voice ID, uh, facial recognition. There's a number of different ways you can have a second factor of authentication. And that means that if something goes wrong and your password uh, becomes available to someone else, they can't access your accounts on your behalf because you've got a second factor that protects them. The third part of that acronym is C, to call out anything suspicious, to report an email that looks wrong is a really important thing to do. And we're very lucky at ANZ. Our staff members are very good at reporting suspicious emails because we run email drills where we actually send people test emails to see if they'll report them. They're very good at reporting those suspicious emails and also the real ones that we, we sometimes see in our organisation. So we think it's important to call it out is that we can very quickly work with the authorities who take down the sites that generate some of those emails that can cause us harm. And that means that other people who might, might not be aware are also protected from those activities. And then the last part of the acronym, the T, is to turn on automatic updates to make sure that our systems are receiving security updates when they're generated, when there's a new threat that comes out that we have the latest versions of operating system and application software on our devices, on our phones, on our tablets, on our laptops, because that 
protects us from some fairly significant vulnerabilities. And so that pack is quite a simple thing for everyone to do at home, in the workplace, and it's very similar activities that large organisations do as well to make sure that we stay safe online. It's very important that we back up our systems and our software so if we ever have a problem we can recover from a backup. That's a particularly important thing to do if you have a ransomware attack. If a company is targeted by ransomware, malicious software that looks up their computers, having a backup is a very good way to recover rather than paying a ransom, which is something we wouldn't recommend. And making sure that we have strong passwords that we don't share across different accounts and different systems. And if we're finding it hard to remember those passwords, we need a password manager to make it easier to have the best security possible. Those things are very simple um, and something that everyone can do at home, in a small business or in a large business. It's also a good idea to install security software, software like antivirus software that protects us. And there's often very good free versions of those sorts of capabilities that come with the systems that we implement and can be activated quite easily. So it's not as hard as most people think to get pretty good security online. And as I've said, cyber criminals will often go for the people with the weakest security. So if you put in place some of those simple measures, you can improve your protection significantly. This is probably someone else who has poor security but will become vulnerable instead. There's a, there's a lot in that. I like the, the use of something like PAC to help break it down for people to understand because it is, you know, if you're not a technology savvy person, it can be quite daunting to think about how you would protect yourself because you just don't know what's possible. I think that's really good advice to be able to break it down to those uh, four basic principles, which gives you a good level of protection. And would you recommend to our small business customers who might have their own employees working from home and they're probably not as well equipped to, to be set up in that environment um, very easily. Would you recommend following the same principles for their own staff? Absolutely. Um, you know, these are really easy things that people can do, you know, either in their home environment or at work, and now they're working from home. So uh, the two things merge together, but taking those steps are really important. And I think one of the most important things we can do is talking to people about the risks. And we have so many examples at the moment in the media of companies, of people that have been taken advantage of online through a cyber attack or other malicious activity over the internet. And by talking about those things as they occur, it makes everyone aware of what they need to do. And these steps are relatively simple. Um, there are other things that businesses can do when they have employees working from home, setting up a, a virtual private network is an important you know, security mechanism. But so many of those simple steps are also very easy to implement. But I think for me, one of the most important things is having that right security culture, having people take this seriously, having people understand it can happen to us, um, you know, if I do the wrong thing, it could be me. It causes harm to our customers or our organisation. And if we had everyone taking responsibility for security, we're in a really good position. And that's one of the things the Prime Minister called out, is that security needs to be something that everyone takes responsibility for. 
and the way we start that happening is having conversations. And you mentioned earlier that uh, sometimes our customers will detect or spot emails and the like that they think are suspicious. Um, you know, when you're in a big organisation, it's it's pretty easy for us to report those up to um, to your team effectively and, and have them investigated and shut down in some cases. What does a small business do? If they get something that's suspicious, rather than just ignore it, is there someone they can tell to help get that trace back to the source? Yes, there is. And there's, um, there's government reporting portals to report suspicious emails. Um, uh, so there's a, a government site, cyber.gov.au, uh, that has the links in there to report anything suspicious from a cyber security point of view that organisations might want to report. There's also a really good uh, information site called Space Night Online. Uh, we have the links to that site for our ANZ website. And through that site, you can also get alerts uh, about current suspicious activities that are occurring. And it, it explains how you can report anything that you see from that site as well. And it's really important to stay up to date with the current threats and then report anything you see. And it's interesting to see some of the things that people have been targeted about at the moment. So we're in a world at the moment where a lot of people have been at home doing online shopping and having parcels delivered by the post. And the biggest sad thing we see is the scams around that. So there's a particular scam that was out a while ago um, with people receiving a message from Australia Post saying, unfortunately, your parcel couldn't be delivered. Click here. And, of course, that was a malicious link. It wasn't really from Australia Post. But because so many people are receiving passes, they would often click on those links. If you subscribe to these websites, you can get alerts that tell you this is a current threat. And so you know immediately that that's something that you should be suspicious about. And if you also then report that you've received something like that, they can actually add to their threat information to help protect other people from a similar threat. So that's a... You know, a really useful thing you can do with online resources are really important to help people if you can get alerts via email or even via, you know, social media sites like Facebook. So it's quite easy to get quick access that something is happening at the moment in particular threat is very prevalent. And, you know, we've certainly seen lots of threats around COVID-19. There's lots of emails that we get that say, you know, click on this link to see where the latest outbreak is. And it's not for a legitimate source, it's designed to get someone to click on a link that has malicious software on it. So we always encourage people, rather than clicking on a link that they get from an unknown source, to go to a reputable source for information, whether it's about COVID-19, whether you're expecting to receive a parcel, or whether you want to know about current threats online, um, using those uh, resources that I talked about. And we have information on our ANZ.com website under the security tab if people want to have a look at you know, where those other resources are. Um, it's really important to go to the reputable sources, not just respond to an email that you receive or a social media um, post that someone else shares that might not come from a legitimate organisation. That's great. So look, there's, a, there's a lot in that. Um, you know, I think the, 
the fact that cyber attacks are up significantly in some of the increases that you quoted are staggering numbers, but it's not surprising there are people trying to take advantage of a, of a bad situation. It's a sad reflection, but it's a, it's a reality and people need to be alert. Um, I think that the fact that this is not just a big issue um, for big business, it's a big issue for small business as well because, uh, you know, a small amount of money stolen or some key information stolen can be quite devastating for a small business. So, you know, taking those steps and, and breaking those steps down into the PACT acronym, the, the pause, activate, calling out suspicious activity and turning on updates, some very simple steps that businesses can take to, to make sure they've got the basics of pr- protecting themselves and their businesses in place, I think is really useful. And um, those references that you mentioned, so such as um, cyber.gov.au, to understand how to re- report an issue or get some guidance as to how to protect yourself if you're a, a small business or an individual for that matter. And uh, also on anz.com, some information available for our customers um, that's been really informative, kind of scary, and, and absolutely topical given what's going on in Australia and, and what we're, our Prime Minister has spoken about. So, uh, Linwin, thanks very much for your time today. Thanks a lot, thanks. Mike.